Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina, and today we want to talk about bringing you to a place of only believing. You know, I want you to think a little bit about, there was a centurion, and his child was sick, and uh, he sends word to Jesus and says, look, um, I, I understand that there's a situation. But I want you to come, and if you'll, if you'll put your hands on my son, if you'll come to my house, then he'll be made whole. And so we see here in Mark chapter 5, and all of a sudden, this woman with issue of blood stops Jesus along the way, and it's not a good situation because we see the centurion is really, really struggling with what's about to go on. So we see that Things have changed. Things are about to take a different direction. Things are about to... So he stops with the woman with the issue of blood. And all of a sudden in verse 35 of Mark chapter 5 we see this. While he was still speaking, some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house and said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? As soon as Jesus heard them, the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not be afraid. Only believe. And so we see here that all of a sudden, the guy didn't say anything. The guy comes and said, the servant comes and said, look, your daughter's dead, man. And Jesus said, do not be afraid. Only believe. Only believe what? Only believe what I tell you. If we could get to a point in our lives that we'd only trust what the Word of God says, regardless of how we feel, regardless of what's going on around us, regardless of how things look, how circumstances are, how our checking account looks, how, how our, our marriage is, is unshambles, how we look at these things and, and, and manifest ourselves to a point that we don't, and Jesus said, do not be afraid. Now that's a powerful revelation because the first thing that wants to grip most of us is fear. The first thing that wants to grab us is, you say, well, Pastor, I, you know, I, I try to believe, but, well, let me, let, me, let, me, let me elaborate on this a little bit. Your spirit can be absolutely controlled by the Holy Spirit and your head be going in a totally different direction. So we see here, he said, do not be afraid. Now, do not be afraid or do not fear is in the Bible 365 times. There's one for absolute every day that you go through in a year's time that God is trying to tell you if we can keep fear away, if we can keep the doubt away, if we can keep the unbelief away, if you can believe it, it can manifest. But we got to understand that Jesus turned to him immediately when the centurion, when the servant come and said, look, your daughter is dead. And look what he did. And he permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John. You know, Peter, James, and John in the actual Greek, they represent the grace has been, the law has been replaced by grace. Because we know that Peter represents the rock or the stone, which is the law. And James is the word replacement. And John is grace. So all of a sudden he lets Peter, James, and John, the brother, of, of James. And then he came to the house of the rule of the synagogue and he saw the turmoil and those who wept and wailed loudly. All, they were all weeping and wailing and just crying out because his daughter had actually died. When he came in, he said to them, Why make this commotion and weep? The child's not dead. She's only sleeping. 
and they ridiculed him. But when he had put them all outside, he took the father, he took the mother, and the child, and those who were with him, Peter, James, and John, and Jesus, there were seven people that went into the house. Now, wait a minute. you got to understand something. We're talking about completion here. We're talking about a revelation here. So he let Peter, James, and John, and Jesus, and the father, and the mother, and the little girl. And so he's, here's what happened. He entered where the child was laying. He took the child by the hand, and he said to her, Kuma Talakuma, which is translated, little girl, I say to you, arise. And immediately a girl arose and walked. She was twelve years of age, and they were overcome with great amazement. But he commanded them strictly that no one should know it, and said that something should be given to her to eat. He said, don't tell anybody what's happened here, but I want you to give her something to eat, because what you've been feeding her is killing her. The church is dying from hearing the law over and over and over. The spirit of condemnation, the spirit of death, the ministry of condemnation, the ministry of death, of the letter or death. We see that every time we put a bunch of rules and regulations on people. It only brings them to a place of death. It'll point them to what sin is, but it never gives them an enablement or advantage on how they can come out of that sin. But I want you to understand, the law, I tell you, you're supposed to love your wife, but grace will come along and help you love your wife. See, that's the big difference in the law and grace. And all he was trying to get us to understand is if you only believe. Do not fear. Don't let fear get in when you have a symptom in your body. Don't let fear get in when your finances don't look good. Don't let fear get in when things try to take you away from what God has planned for you. God's got a plan. It's a good plan. You're going to have a long life and see the salvation of the Lord. See, this is the beauty of grace.